0: The Links and Locks podcast. Podcast.
1: podcast. Better than most. Better than most. Better than most. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken yeah. dinner. <laughs> Four. You got real talent. You don't concentrate on golf. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Links and Locks Best Bets podcast presented by bet365 i'm jason sobel from the action network he has been everall from the pga tour as always we will play 18 holes make 18 bets for this week's hayden's bank houston open a new title sponsor at memorial
0: park uh municipal golf course in houston this week benny what's going on how are you i'm good mate i'm good uh must say i didn't necessarily expect what we saw last week there in my with uh I Henley just dominating pretty much from start to finish. Um, I, I remember, you know what was funny, in, in pre-tournament um, talk and when I was doing uh, my research, I picked up his uh, results there and I saw them. I thought, oh, I, th- I thought he had played well there before. And I, I just sort of dismissed it when I saw his previous results in cobra and I'd forgotten about the year that he got dinged the eight shots for playing the wrong ball because he was playing pretty well. Right. He was playing pretty well that year, um, and I was around. That's why you know I, I second-guessed my own memory and just looked at the numbers. Sometimes you've got to really dig down and get into the, the you know the annals of your own brain. Um, but look, more power to him. He ran the table pretty much. So that means we've got to find some value this week, right, at the Houston Open. We've got to tr- pretty much try to find something to get some cash back.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And Henley, and to an extent, Brian Harmon, who came in second place solo second last week those are the two guys I've said more than any others over the last 18 to 24 months Benny that they haven't necessarily gotten the results out of their performance and what I mean by that is I liken it almost to a pitcher in Major League Baseball who has a 6 and 10 record but a 289 ERA and you're like Yeah, He's throwing the ball really well. He's just not getting wins. And so those who Mm -hmm. study analytics and those who know the numbers understand that uh, this is something that sounds oxymoronic. They call it the business positive regression. And so essentially what (laughs) I think we saw from Russell Henley was four days of positive regression this past weekend where, uh, and to an extent, like I said, Brian Harmon as well. uh, They finally just, hey, I'm playing well, and I finally got the results that I deserved out of some really good play for a while. So happy for Russell Hendley. We'll try to find a couple of winners this week. And as a reminder, the Links and Locks podcast, proudly presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sportsbook brand. Sign up with promo code ACTION to get Bet365's exclusive sign-up offer in New Jersey and Colorado. Bet $1 on any game. Get $200 free. Let's get right into it, as always. Playing 18 holes, making 18 bets. Benny Everill. You're on the D. Swing away.
0: All right. I'm going to give you my first hour of the week, and I'm going back to the well after he did not catch for us last week. I want you to look at Aaron Wise at uh, plus 1,600 or roundabout. Um, you'll find Aaron Wise. Look, uh, I think he was 15th in the end at my cobra. Showed some flashes, but as I said earlier, was just sort of run over the top of by what Henley was able to do all week. He's uh, had a couple of top 15s in the last few months. Uh, In two trips to Memorial Park, he's been T11, T26. I'm looking for some value down the board. I'll talk about sort of Scheffler and Burns in a little while, but um, Aaron Wise, I want to go back there. I think he's still trending in the right direction. Um, I want to have a little nibble at 1600.
1: So a couple of things here, Benny. First of all, I think it's a very worthy question this week. If you said, if I was to give you one of the top four players, or give you any of the top four players on the board. So I'll give you Scotty Scheffler, Sam Burns, Tony Finau, and Aaron Wise, and I take the rest of the field. What are you doing there?
0: Oh, man, that's that's actually a really tough one this week. I think there's yeah. merit in all those top four. Um, I would not be surprised at all if it comes from that group that you just mentioned, but at the same, um, you want to show, I mean, this is sitting on the fence. I'm going to get splinters in my backside here, but there is significant value because of those four so tight at the front beyond. Right. Um, right. So that is essentially the theme I'm sort of running with today. People will notice I will throw in spots to think about Finnow and, and Sheffler, et cetera. I think you're a little bit silly not to, you know, keep an eye on those guys, but it's, it also speaks to me as a week where we might find some value because those four are so tight at the top
1: and that's what I'm looking at I did write up Burns and even Scheffler as DFS plays in my preview this week I think they have more value there than they do necessarily in the outright marketplace doesn't mean they can't win though and like I said uh, I would have to think long and hard about it on either side either it's the top four or the rest of the field as for the rest of the field what I'm looking at this week I know people are going to say it's a 7,000 yard golf course it's it's uh just, you know, get it out there and keep it in the fairways, and it's not long. It's certainly the case. This is a par 70 that has mm-hmm. five par threes on it. You're going to find eight holes of 478 yards or longer, and what I've found in doing my research over the last two years with Memorial Park hosting this event is that the better drivers of the golf balls, not necessarily have to be long, not necessarily straight, but you have to drive it really well. The guys who drive the ball really well tend to find some some success here those are the guys that i'm chasing and you'll find that most of my nine bets today will be guys who drive it well and i I will start that out with a long shot play for the second hole this week and i've got two guys as long shots i'll hold on to one of them the other one i'll give you right now trey mullinax who won not that long ago uh, and certainly has played some better golf, had some better results since that win, which freed him up a little bit. I think Mullinax is a guy that's probably a, a better player than most people realize. At 130 to one, and I've got another 130 to one play later for you in the pod. But at 130 to one, I think Mullinax has some win equity this week.
0: Well, mate, I'm going to echo um, what you were saying there in terms of like this is a different test this week to what we've been seeing. You know, like mentioned past 70 they're going to play it at 7400 this year 7,412 I think yards for this past 70 is the official scorecard that's that's you know not too shabby for a past 70 you know like it's out there and it's also played a little tougher than what we've seen last few weeks like you know we've seen the 20 unders etc uh the winning scores here I believe are like 13 and 10 under over these last two years at this course or something close to that plays a lot sort of more of a grind than what the players that have been playing these last few weeks are used to. So uh, while I always take uh, current form into consideration, this week is one where that may not be as heavy as other weeks, uh, given that it has a distinct play towards those sort of guys who can get the ball out there um, and sort of grind away from there as well. So uh, we do have the same sort of mindset Um, and you mentioned a long shot. So I'm going to run straight up to my, one of my long shots. So I'm going to give you, I've got one guy that's a half-long shot, like a 50-to-1 or so long shot, and then I've got mm-hmm. a couple of guys in the in the 100-to-1 and, and further. What do you want, the 50s or the 100s the coming up the first?
1: Hundreds, I got one more 100 that I'll follow it with.
0: All right, all right. I'm going to go with um, two guys who are just bo- bombers and who have shown they can win on the PGA Tour, right? And that's Luke List and Cameron Champ. Um, guys who haven't necessarily played great uh, in the last few weeks, et cetera, but who on their day, if they get the ball out there, um, managed to keep it on the map somewhat, you know, somewhat and not get into too much trouble. Should find themselves ahead of a lot of the field in bringing their, their approach shots in um, if they can control those and jag a few putts. We know that Cameron Champ, every time he wins, it's from 100 to 1 or more. Um, yeah. So he's due one of those four wins again, just out of nowhere. Um, and Luke Lister said another big bomber uh, who can get it done there. Now, I, I, this is a theme for me as I said, going through all my other picks later. So it'll give you an idea where I'm going. but I'm going to say that those two in the triple digits, uh, Luke List and Cameron Champ are ones you can keep an eye on.
1: I mentioned each of them in my preview this week. Those guys absolutely fit the profile that I'm looking at. Very high ceilings and low floors for each of those guys, so not for the faint of heart. But if you're betting them, you might as well bet them outright. Those are not safe, yeah. conservative plays where you say, well, play a little top 20 on Champ and Like If you're going to bet them, you might as well bet them to win. Uh, I mentioned that I have night triple-digit long shot. I was going to save him, but let's get into it here on the fourth hole. How about Dylan Fratelli? And I have no idea oh, how to figure out okay. Dylan Fratelli, Benny. He won the John Deere yeah. Classic about three years ago. Since then, he's got exactly two top five finishes on the PGA Tour. They came at the Masters and the Open Championship. How do you explain it? I, I don't know. Maybe he plays his best golf in tougher conditions. Maybe he needs to be... Uh, motivated in a certain way, or maybe it's just the, the the curtain sort of opening up and showing us that he has that kind of potential. I tend to think it's the latter. I tend to think that uh, that Fratelli can be a guy who is a top 20, top 25 player in the world. At some point, he gained a lot of distance a couple of years ago. He has maintained that. And so he's a guy uh, on a golf course where you have to drive it really well, that I tend to like a lot. And again, 130 yeah, okay. to one for Fratelli this week outright.
0: All right. All right. I, I can't, I can't argue. with it cause you're thinking on the same lines I am. And, and, and I, yeah, it's, I just feel like this week I could throw one of these guys out there and you'll see, I've got more of them in, in other spots. Um, I, I got, here we go. I'll give you this one. Uh, another sort of mid range, long shot. He's a guy that you love. Um, I'm sure you may, may, he may well come into thinking for you at some point in this pot, even. But what about Keith Mitchell at 50 to one a guy who's very good strokes gained off the tee, um, you know, tends to be around when the big guns find when it can be a little tougher. Um, uh, I feel like I saw that number there and thought that could be some value, but I'd rather I'd love to hear your thoughts on Keith Mitchell at around 50 to one.
1: I really like Keith Mitchell this week. Again, fits the profile, just hasn't been playing his best golf. Here's my deal with Keith Mitchell. And like you said, I mention him every single time he's playing. He's a guy that I don't want to miss on because I do think that at some point he's going to pop and those odds will start getting shorter and shorter on a regular basis. So I don't want to miss on him, but the recent results aren't quite where I'd like him to be. That said, could he surprise? Absolutely. So he is certainly on my list. And Like I said, I wrote him up. In the preview this week as well, he fits the profile. Getting to the sixth hole, Benny, another guy mm-hmm. that I mention all the time, doesn't necessarily fit that same profile of driving it really well. Just kind of does everything really well. But doesn't this feel like it could be a Sahith Figala breakthrough oh, week? Oh,
0: yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: Figala I've got for a top five at plus 700. I didn't even know this before I started talking about him, but my PGA Tour radio co-host, Michael Collins, told me on the show today that I guess Thigala is – uh, set up a home base in Houston. And so he should be very comfortable in the area this week, playing a home game for him. So if indeed that is the case, I didn't know that, but Figala for a top five this week.
0: Mate, uh, well, we we'll might as well go straight there. I have him right down here on my pad, top five. So hit Figala. Wow. Uh, a couple of top tens of recent times. I think his game just suits, his all round game suits this golf course. Um, so he's got some form coming in. Um, he's played well at uh, Valspar, which is sort of a course that you might want to make an equation between the two courses this week if you're looking to sort of stretch and find something similar. Um, so, yeah, I just feel like he's coming off, I said, uh, a rest as well. Other guys are coming in from Mexico. Um, Cigala. this could be the week. Like, I've got him top five, but if you're going to go top five, you might as well throw a unit or two on outright as well. Um, this could be his breakthrough week for sure. I've got him written down. He just, just fell out of my top two barely. So, top yeah.
1: five. Uh, Benny, speaking of courses that should have a correlation to Memorial Park. And remember, uh, don't go back too far. This is just the mm-hmm. third year that this course is hosting this event. And the first two winners are now playing Liv. Uh The first year we saw uh, Carlos Ortiz win at this one with three other live players right behind him last year was jason kokrak he had a bunch of live players in the top 20 behind him and so I, i'm not really looking much at the previous results other than guys that drive it well and so the one course i looked at data golf benny and this won't be my pick right here but remember that name brendan Steele, who's a one of the <laughs> drivers of the golf ball uh yep. texted with him earlier uh, he's never been there before so he's anxious to go see the golf course but the correlation course, as far as uh, data golf has shown is that their website says Southern Hills is the closest correlation ah, to Memorial okay. park. The only player in the top 10 at PJ championship at Southern Hills earlier this year, who is playing in the field this week is Brendan Steele. So watch out for him. But that said, I will get to the eighth hole and I'll give you my top 10 play for this week. A guy who, As soon as the odds came out, I thought there was tremendous value on. Now, I will admit that he is uh, various numbers across the board, so shop around and find a good one in your book. for. But for a top 10, the guy with a win and two runner-up finishes in the last eight months alone, guy that fits the profile, I'm going with Big Ox, Sepp Straka, who has played some really good golf. (laughs) And Benny, you're starting to laugh because I have a feeling Sep Straka is somewhere on that card
0: that you got in front of you yeah again <laughs> again i had him at top 20 good value okay. i think i saw it between 280 350 in some places top twenty, steps um look he, he he since like losing the playoff at sanderson he, he might not have had his best but he was a t5 here in 2020 i think um i wrote down and uh it just said this again you're right this is a course that suits his game um and he's got you know, he's got the chip on his shoulder. He knows he can compete against the best in the world. He's, he's proven it. Um, so, yeah, mate, I've got to just follow you in again. But instead of top 10, I had him in top 20 SEPs Stracker. Uh,
1: for new listeners to this podcast who don't realize this, Benny and I don't talk at all, other than sending That's text right. messages saying, Hey, what time do you want to record? We don't talk about the picks. He doesn't read my stuff. I don't read his stuff. We yeah. get on here, we start talking. And invariably, this is what happens on a very regular basis, wound we'll up having a lot of the same plays. So that's a good thing. I always think not a bad thing. If we're yeah. in concert on some of these uh, picks, then it means we're thinking in the same way. So that was the ninth hole. As we make the turn, another quick reminder that the links and locks podcast is proudly presented by bet three, six, five, the world's favorite sportsbook brand sign up with promo code action to get bet 365s exclusive signup offer in New Jersey and Colorado bet $1 on any game. Get yeah, $200 for free. We make the turn, Benny, go to the 10th hole. And as I like to do, I like to start the 10th hole every week with a first round leader play. I've got a guy who, again, fits the profile, a guy whose two best clubs in the bag are his driver and his putter. And if the irons are just good, we say this a lot about a lot of ball strikers. Hey, if he just puts average or a little bit better than average, he's going to have a good week. If Wyndham Clark just hits the irons, pretty well he's got a good chance he opened with a 66 at this event last year that was one off the first round lead and i went back and looked 29 individual starts on the pga tour last season he opened with scores sub 70 on 16 different occasions this is a guy who goes low to start his tournaments on a regular basis 70 to 1 wyndham clark for the first round leader bet
0: i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly They, they say that if you, you know the definition of crazy is you know keeping on doing the same thing with expecting a different result. But uh, I'm gonna go one more time, or at least one more time here with this theory of first round leader going with the chalk to try to get the better odds there. So this is where again I have you looking at the likes of Scheffler, Burns, and Tony Finau. Um, you're obviously going to get a little bit better odds than what you get for the entire tournament. Um, there is a chance that one of those four just goes lights out all week and takes this thing down. I don't want to get on Scheffler at 550 or 600 at the start, even though he's probably going to be right there amongst it the entire week. So with that being said, I'm going to, you go on him, you go on him for that first round lead in case he does go out with a 63. If he doesn't, hopefully you're going to jump on him for your outright play after round one and get him at slightly better odds than you're getting at the start of the week. So that's my theory. Again, hasn't paid off the last few weeks, but I'm going to go with it one more time
1: like that uh i think that's a smart idea getting some value in some of the bigger names there we get to the 12th all and this is a name that i know you're going to like this one benny a lot of experts in the industry have been picking this player uh ever since he got his pga tour card he's a veteran on the dp world tour uh the results so far have been solid he was fourth at the sanderson farms 32nd and 37th in his two starts since then i've been waiting for this one he is a world-class driver of the golf ball. I'll go very conservatively top 20, but Dean Burmester has the type of game where he can go out and win yep. on this golf course. I think he's a really good player. He's shown that he's a really good player on other tours. He's not uh, a typical rookie who's 22, 23, 24 years old. This guy who's been around the block a little bit, knows how to play his golf at plus 240 for a top 20. Again, very conservative play, but I do like that.
0: No, you know what, mate? This is the name. Like last week, you threw a name at me that caught me by surprise. I didn't go deep enough in my research. And he turned up to be playing really well early. And that was mm-hmm. Uh This week, that is a name, Burmester. I should have noticed that. I haven't. Um, I am going to back you on that 100%. This is the type of place for him, for sure. Um, yeah, if I re- went back and readjusted, I'd probably find a spot for him somewhere. Uh, but as it t- stands, I'll give you a top 10 play uh, for some value. Now I'm gonna I'm going to premise this and say uh, preface this and say I think that there is definite value in outright five ten twenty whatever you want to do. Okay. This guy is a guy that, come the end of last year, gained a huge confidence boost out of joining a particular team, uh, in the Presidents Cup, that being the international team. Uh, I think this guy is going to win at some point soon. And this golf course sets up for his game. And that's the Canadian Taylor Pendrith. Plus 450, Taylor Pendrith, top 10. Oh, you're now now, now Jason showing me his card. So clearly he's on. I've got ahead of him. The first time in this pod this week, I'm ahead of him with a pick. But I'm guessing, Jason, you agree with uh, Taylor Pendrith. As I said, like, look, he uh, he just has the game for this. Um, and the, the, the confidence he got out of being in the international team, I think, is going to you know see him prevail at some point this season
1: benny i do not agree with you yet no. but i will <laughs> later on in the podcast if you get uh, my drift i will be yes. talking about him in just a little bit yes uh suffice to say i do like that play a lot all right we get to the 14th hole and another guy that i like on a regular basis and haven't liked him lately because he has missed three cuts in a row but He's 200 to one in the outright market. I'm taking a little sprinkle there. It's more of a top 20, top 40 type of play. But Callum Tarrant is a guy that I've talked about on a fairly regular basis over the last six months on the podcast. There's reason to think that he can bounce back pretty quickly after those three missed cuts. In his six prior missed cuts, in the start after them, uh, before this little stretch, he finished 13th missed cut, 22nd, 6th, 31st, and 7th. Essentially, what I'm trying to tell you is that when Callum Tarrant misses a cut, he usually bounces back pretty quickly. He hasn't from this little stretch here, but there's reason to believe that he won't start slumping right away. And so I I do think he's going to start playing some better golf soon. Again, another guy whose uh, game should fit this golf course.
0: Yeah, another one that, you know, I should have maybe picked up when I was going through my list. Um, uh, definitely a guy that you could see pop up on this leaderboard. Uh, I'm going to give you a top 40 play here. Just trying to look for some value in some big names that may come out of nowhere again, guys with some, you know, power behind them. And and that is Gary Woodland. Um, look, not necessarily the greatest form, as I said, coming in. I've talked about him a few times coming in, but what I do know is he's back doing some extra work has been doing some good work with Butch has been looking into um, bringing his game around. And I just don't, again, it's one of these ones where I don't want to miss out like on the week that he does finally put it all together. Uh, so this was one of those courses that i penciled in once I talked to him pre the start of this new season. Um, so I'm not going to jump off him now. I'll just, will be a little conservative and look in that top 40, top top 20 market for Gary Woodland.
1: Yeah. So I, I think that's a nice play. Again, another guy who knows how to get off the tee And fits that profile we're looking for this week. So uh, as we get to the 16th hole, Benny, you mentioned I took David Lingworth last week. That was the (laughs) uh, easiest no-sweat top 40 call that we've ever had. He finished in eighth place. He would have been a very nice top 10 valued play. I'm feeling a little invincible, indefatigable, (laughs) indomitable. And so now I'm going deep down the list for a top 40 I checked the corn Ferry driving stats from this previous Ooh. season. Love it. Kevin, you really yes. fit the profile. I liked his game a lot. This is a guy who should play well in this golf course. The only little problem, he's not showing up this week. He's not playing. taking the week <laughs> off. Okay, Have fun on your week off, Kevin. Hope you enjoy it. You probably could have finished top 10 at this event. The other guy that was up there, Davis Thompson. Really like his games. A little short, shorter in the marketplace than he probably should be. He also has that homecoming next week at RSM where he essentially grew up. And so I'm going to wait on Davis Thompson another week. The other guy that was up there, Brent Grant, very good driver of the golf ball. He's missed four cuts in his first five starts as a PGA tour member, only one top 40 finish, but this is a guy who drives it really well. And again, if that's the metric that I'm going after this week, then I don't mind taking a chance at, on Brent Grant again. Again, for a top 40, I'm not going to go overboard, but I'm feeling good with those top 40 long shots, Benny.
0: <laughs> well, while you're riding the heat, just stick with it, right? I love it. Um, yeah, look, I, as I said it from the very outset, I think this is a week where um with your smaller units, especially uh, going for like top 40 players of value, just throw a few out there. Throw a few small ones on good odds in those top 40s and and stick to those guys you know can sort of get the ball out there. Um, And you just might jag yourself a a little bit of bank to work with. Um, I think that should be a fun aspect of this week's uh, play. Now, what are we at? 17? We're at 17. Here we go. Okay. My outright, top outright. Last week, you may recall that I was trying to be a little cryptic on a player. Trying to say, let's not pick him this week, as in last Mm -hmm. week in Mexico. Let's move down the board. Well, here comes my man. Jason Day is going to come back into the winner's circle this week. He is going to win at thirty plus to forty to plus to one. He is finally ready to get himself back in the winner's circle on the PGA Tour. He is pretty long off the tee. He had a few wayward shots at Marco, which, as you know, got him in the trouble that I may have suggested he might get in. But he still finished T twenty one. Prior to that, T eleven. Prior to that, T eight. He is fourth this season on approach, which is. Out of this world for a guy who's never been inside the top, I want to say 100, for that over a season. Um, But of of recent times, he has found his ball striking. All he needs to do is have a reasonable week on the greens, which we've seen he is capable of doing. He was the number one putter in the world for a long time. I am going to declare this is the week that Jason Day makes the new statement and pushes himself back into the top echelon of the game, as long as he stays healthy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> finishing a share of 21st place last week it's looking good for jason day uh
0: look benny you know him
1: better than anybody else uh mm-hmm. in this industry and so if you're picking him this week i, I think i might have to tell that as well because uh jason does seem like he's he's motivated which i i think that previously in his career when he was still okay even when he wasn't number one but he was still hey i got everything i could need and you know i'm playing in october november just to you know, stay sharp a little bit. I don't know that he was fully motivated. Right now, it mm-hmm. seems like he's motivated. It seems like he wants to go out there and get back to the levels where, hey, I'm playing all the majors and I'm playing in all the big events and I'm a top fifty player once again. And I, I do think that he is, uh, he has that inspiration to get back there. He so was. I think that's a he,
0: smart play. Yeah, he was. I, I think I failed to mention that he was also seventh, I believe, uh, last year or the year before playing at Memorial Park when he played there yeah. previously um so look he's seen the course he knows it and um i had a brief chat with him and he seems very confident i do intend to speak with him more tomorrow which is tuesday for everyone out there uh if i am even more confident i'll tweak that fact out so keep an All eye right. on twitter make
1: sure you follow benny on twitter then i will get to the 18th hole and surprise surprise the name we mentioned already i alluded to it that we would hear more about him later in the pod here it is taylor Pendrith. Yes. Guy who's game, we saw it at the President's Cup. This guy is one of the best drivers of the golf ball in the game right now. In fact, Benny, between last season and this season, there are seven players who are top 20 both of these seasons in strokes gained off the tee. Four of them are absolute superstars Rory McElroy, Patrick Cantley, John Rahm, and Matt Fitzpatrick. Yeah. One of them, another one, Keith Mitchell. We talked about him earlier. Guy that drives yep. as well as anybody. The six players, Hayden Buckley. Hayden, if you're listening to the pod right now, what are you doing? How are you not <laughs> in the field this week? You're eligible. You just decided to take a week off in a place that should really suit your game. Played mm-hmm. well a few weeks ago, too. Not so great last week. But Hayden Buckley, what are you doing, dude? Play this mm-hmm. thing. In any case, the seventh of those players is indeed Taylor Pendrith, one of the best drivers of the golf ball in the entire world. Uh, as you'll recall, this past season, he missed four months after the Players' Championship, a rib injury. When he returned, it was like he'd never left. He had five finishes mm-hmm. of 13th or better in his final six starts of the season. Like I said, got it, got him onto the President's Cup team. This is a guy who, as you mentioned earlier, Benny, it's not going to be very long before he wins one of these things. At 50-1, to 1, I'm taking a shot that it could be this week. Again, this is more of a... Mutual fund week than a one blue chip stop kind of week. This is one where I'm, yeah, I'll sprinkle here. I'll sprinkle there. But Hendrith is the first name on my card this week.
0: Yeah. I mean, as I said, I'll I'll back you there. Um, And look, we did say, if you'd missed the start or you've forgotten, we are not against the top four on this board. This is a very strong um, top four at the top. Um, Easily could see one of them or both of them being like right up the top of the way through. But because of that, we definitely see some value out here. And he is one of the ones that screamed value to me. Pendereth, you know, like the course suits him. He, he He's going to be more motivated perhaps than anyone, you know, outside of maybe Scotty Scheffler, who is the favorite for a reason. Runner-up last week. Runner-up, I believe, at Memorial Park before. Trying to get world number one back. Um, but if it's not going to be Chef, you know, it, these are the guys you need to look at if you want some value this week.
1: Yeah. Again, one last time. Benny, you and I are on the same page. I know some people look at this golf course and say, well, it's not as long as you know I thought it would be, and you know we don't know too much. I get it. Uh, I'm looking for guys that can get themselves off the tee and give themselves a little advantage going into these long par four holes that we have in those three par fives. I want to thank everybody out there for listening to this edition of the Links and Locks Best Bets pod presented by Bet365. Remember, you can find us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Download, rate, subscribe, and listen every single week. For Ben Everill, I'm Jason Sobel. Good luck with all your bets for this week's Cadence Bank Houston Open. Here's hoping you hit the green.